Last week and being away, you had the pleasure of being joined with do, Duck. Do you I'm have a note from your mum? And... Do you have a note? <laughs> uh, well, you usually write my um, illegal doctor's notes. So Are I'm you quiet about that, sir? I don't do nothing. <laughs> I don't know anything about this certain client's secret illegal documents. <laughs> oh, crap. I shouldn't have said it's a secret. <laughs> Yeah, but um, no, and back, I listened to the episode, surprised I didn't get ripped on more for going camping, the two anti-camping. But you were doing work um, up there, I thought. I didn't know you were camping. Nah, nah, well, not really camping. I was just fishing in the uh, Zidampia Archipelagos. Yeah, sounds pretty, it sounds like South African brick. No, it's uh, very fancy. No, it's just craft. Uh, Ducky, actually, Ducky's, Ducky's old, old stomping, uh, stomping ground. ground, K-Town. Yeah, um, interestingly enough. Duck but, ate um, many a meat box yeah. up there. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for filling in, Duck, and donating oh, more time. I always like having um, a chat with Duck. Because I feel like I chat to Duck oh, so much, but generally not voice to voice. So then when I actually talk yeah. to him, it's pretty much we say the same shit, to be honest. But it's just good to have instant feedback rather than him being at work, yeah. like teaching moulding the minds of children and also chatting to me about footy. And it's good to um, get the little brother onto the big brother pod. and um, Yeah, it is, isn't it? Get him some... Get him some airtime, really. Mate, Just, like, we're you. trying to help them out a little bit over at the Purple Rain, like trying to pump them up. <laughs> I loved when you brought up the Venn diagram. <laughs> <laughs> But I also wonder, there's like, can you imagine there's one person that's just like, oh, cool, dog talk. Oh, yeah, I like the dockers. And like, they're always, ref- Why are they they're always... always referencing this other podcast. Like, what? I wonder what that is. <laughs> well, shout out if you are that person. We probably won't know. Oh, um, mate, send us a message probably... if you didn't know what people are right. <laughs> Get you on. I would love to interview that person via Skype on a dodgy connection. Um, it'd have to be dodgy if they're uh, listening to us. Right, <laughs> they're obviously they obviously enjoy the um, refreshingly. Mate, they probably stopped listening um, since we started getting slightly better quality. They're like, no, <laughs> don't this jinx this shit. episode. Don't say that. You'll jinx it. Mate, you're the only jinx around here. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, diving right into this. Um, Juddy, unfortunately, we'll have to go through a little bit of a disappointing, but as always, we reviewed on a Thursday, so our optimism has exactly. returned slightly. Come out. Like Duck said, the teams have come out, and then you're like, oh, maybe we're not horrible. But um, before we go into the review, I'm going to go just everyone hold on to your headseats. Um, headseats. Headseats. I'm going <laughs> to try and put it. I'm going to try and put a song in oh, to the pod. No. Um, if we cut out. And, okay, hold on. <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. So, do you want to read the scoreline, Juddy? Yeah, I do. Oh, I don't really, but anyway. Because a vision softly creeps. 
Alrighty. Dockers, 12-14-86 to Richmond, 17-9-1-1-1. How about this, mate? So you know how we're talking about goals quarters? The new Dockers is to kick three goals, eight in the third quarter, <laughs> to six goals, four. So that's pretty fun. Um, considering we were like six points down at halftime. Oh, man. And we conceded yeah. a goal in the last, like, five seconds, I swear. Oh, no, 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 sorry. We conceded a shot on goal at the end of the first quarter when we shouldn't have. A goal at the end of the second quarter. Definitely a shot, I think, at the end of the third they missed. And then I think by the end it was junk time and we started kicking back a bit. Oh, man. It was... It wasn't our day, was it, really? I think the problem was it was Richmond's day and we were so oh, wasteful. <laughs> so yeah. wasteful. Oh, my lanta. It was... um, What, what did Brandon Matera kick? Because I think he kicked one goal four. Yeah, there you go. One goal four. So Brandon Matera kicks one goal four. He... Rory Lobb kicks one goal two. I'm pretty sure the two that he kicked behind in were like from 15 metres out on a slight angle. Like, they weren't hard shots. Um, literally, Fife kept us in it. Yeah, good on Fife. He put the, uh, as Ducky said, just put the old saddle yeah. on the back, said he jump the, on. He put the apron um, on, didn't he? Get you going. Matera was a little... He had some tough opportunities. I'm still pretty happy with the way, you know, he's he's actually playing. Matera could have kicked five again. Well, if you think about it, he kicked five yeah. goals zero that game. So, he literally yeah. nearly was the, the saviour again. Duck probably didn't talk him up enough. Nah. But, um, yeah, Richmond, they just got down and got to work and just, uh, I think we spoke about, well, there's a lot of people also that talked about how we won the contested possessions, but when you actually look at it and you look at the efficiencies between the two teams, I think when you look at, I think we went at 68%, they went at 74%. You times the contested possessions, what were actually useful contested possessions, I think they were pretty yeah. much even or Richmond were four up. So And then, it and then you, time, the you times it by not only just effective possessions, but 17-9 to 12-14, and then you start to get a picture of the game. Richmond were efficient yeah. all over the ground, not just in front of goal, they made you pay. And they break your spirit when they kick those goals. So Freo kicked two or three behinds and Richmond kicked a goal. Everyone goes, well, why am I trying? Um, whereas all the Richmond yeah. guys are, yeah, boy. Um, there's nothing better than kicking a goal that breaks the spirit of the opposition team to get the team up and about. Yeah. Um, oh, and we've just always been the team that tries really hard but kicks three behinds and then concedes a goal and we're just like, all right, I'm out. Next. Yeah, and you give up You give up the first four, um, even though Conker shared the secret plan um, yeah, during yeah, the week. Yeah. He let, let the boys in on the secret plan. Um, which I don't know. We mustn't have. We must have thought they were going to do. Well, they must different. have had the counter plan in. Um, the other, you know what they did? Yeah, go on. Oh, you can. Oh, they um they used the the corridor a lot, even if they were scrapping it out. So like they wanted to scrap it out in the corridor and take away the safety of the Ross Lyon safety net in the boundary. Mm. Like I thought that Richmond really like. They were going to ruck and maul and keep it going and, and, and scrap it out. Well, I think and they, they run forward in such waves that they know that if you just knock it to the next player, they must have very good communication and, and stuff. Um, yeah. They know that if you keep knocking it forward, you go, like, it'll probably go to an, uh, to one of your um, players. And they've got a lot of speed in, in that sort of 
probably midfield and forward group, well, pretty much the whole whole field. Yeah. So they just knock it forward, knock it to advantage. Um, and I think we're talking to Mago. Shout out to you, Mago. That a lot of their knock-ons were more accurate than our, like, mm. you know, no pressure hand passes or short yeah. kicks. Like they knock it on and it goes directly into someone's lap. Um, yeah. So it's pretty hard to beat when you can't hit a target from 15 metres away by foot, but they can knock on to somebody on the run and catch you out and kick a goal. Um, so I don't know. It's 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 a pretty brutal business, um, but I don't think we can blame anyone else but ourselves um, with yeah. this sort of... Well, when you dish up a performance like that, we weren't horrible. We tried hard. We had some players down and they were on. But I think that that was a game where... We could have really, we could have been five and three, man. <laughs> I yeah. mean, still not horrible being and four and four if you consider what we were thinking at the start of the year. But we could have been five and three. Also, we think back to the week before Adelaide, start taking a few of those chances. Maybe we're six and two. So I think we're just not. We're, I said all right. We're just not mature enough as a team yet, though. But you know what I really did like last year? Richmond kicked four of the first goals, and they kicked four more this year it was like a goal, the difference at quarter time or whatever. Like we made up the difference within the first quarter, which is, I think, a huge step forward for us. Um, I think on on the thread, I was like, oh, man, I'm actually super surprised that we've, we've kicked the last three goals of that quarter. So they kicked the first four, we kicked the next three. That is unheard of in the last couple of years for us. Yeah. It was, yeah, just the effort that it takes. It obviously took its toll. I mean, it takes a huge effort to get back in. It, it does, but then if you look at the second quarter, I, I know what you're saying. It does take a lot of effort to get back in, and then you're still only even. But then all it takes is for you to kick a few more of those goals that you have the chance to kick, and suddenly you're like, okay, this isn't as hard. But when you try really hard and get seven behinds, and then they try not that hard and get two goals... And it's, you know what I mean? It's if they, they're up by five points on yeah. your effort, even though you tried a lot harder than them. Um, it's very hard yeah. to beat that. So it's just polish. It was a disappointing day. A disappointing day for a lot of our, our outside players, Langdon and Hill, and I mean Walters a bit. Um, yeah. They just got suffocated in there and just had no real impact. I mean, it's so disruptive when that's got like the knock-on style. I suppose those players like Hill and Langdon are are probably moving defensively to cover and then when we got the breaks they're probably out of position or they're just caught up in this in this yeah. chaos style like chasing it running for it Richmond's um, system is still you know, pretty good and when they're on they're on they still beat teams yeah. like they, they were shit the week before but they were off but um, they've still and it's a terrific really way good, to... had some really good wins they went over to Port uh, in yeah, yeah. they travelled so, well as Conker told us. Yeah, cheers, Conks. Yeah, they're probably going to win, guys. Oh, thank you, Reese. <laughs> um, but it's a terrific way to play when you're missing key position players like Rewalt and Rance. Yeah. Like you don't allow teams to set up. You're not going slow down the line. I tell you what, we love our back six. Love it when we can force them to go a bit slower, um, and we were just unable to well, do that. Well, that's the thing, and I think I don't think Lynch was particularly good. I think it was just coming in hot, and I think Ross Lyons a big. Oh. Um, a big supporter of the fact that, like, yeah, defenders can be really good, but they, they're they only as good, like, if you get the ball coming in hot ten times and you defend five, that's probably pretty good. But the other opposition can still kick yeah. five goals out of the other ones. 
And it's like, well, how much can we do as a defender when you're on the back foot from the get-go? Whereas if you get some pressure in the midfield and you're not letting them knock it on at free will and suddenly the ball comes in high. Um, ooh, getting side calls. Yeah, I lost. Am I back? I lost you know, for I got a second there. Yeah, got a side call. Hey, is that a side podcast? <laughs> yeah, me and Beck. <laughs> she's like, she's got, it's the I'm on my way home podcast. <laughs> Um, but moving we'll move into I suppose from the disappointing performances um, a few Doc fans took a step closer to the edge and were calling for some heads Um, we'll move into selections and and I suppose a bit about this this team's being released it's pretty exciting to see someone who I was pretty yeah I was pretty keen to get the surfer back Um, mate surf shit down in down south this week, apparently, because he's flying to Melbourne. Apparently, maybe maybe Bell's yeah, Beach is pumping. He's packed his bag, so it'd be good They're to like, see Connor back Ross out is like there. at the airport with him. He's like, mate, why have you got that surfboard with you? <laughs> no reason, <laughs> Ross. <laughs> Just heaps That's... of weed in there. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, that's also exciting. Unfortunately, Nyhouse... Um, yeah, I think that's a bit Nyhouse rough, actually. He had two well. really good games and then one not-so-good game. Um, he I think, was terrific. Yeah. Um, oh, well, we know he can step tough. in and do the job. Um, but Taylor Dooman, I don't know how well Taylor Dooman... Like, this is... Shout-out to Peel Talk. I don't know if it even happened this week. No, there was a buy. So, Taylor Dooman must have just trained well. Um, I guess if we won, he stays out, but we start getting getting beaten like that and then you start making changes back to guys that played when we last won. Like, he played when we last when yeah. we beat GWS, didn't he? Um, yep. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm happy for uh, Taylor to come in. But, yeah, Collier going out, I think it's like, mate, learn how to kick. You're, he's about yeah. 28 years old. Like, dude, you need to kick better. He was probably um, someone who was turning the ball over far too yeah. easy. I think he hits pace and he, he fails to use the ball. Well, that was an off game for him. Um, I like his speed and he actually has genuine mm. pace. Um, Maybe they he, dropped him because it's his old team and they didn't want Essendon to fire up about it. They didn't want any excuse. Yeah, he didn't no want sniff. He just said, That's why Zach Clark got dropped really too, mate. <laughs> Don't you worry about that. That is like. I think. That is like. I think he got dropped for. Did other he get reasons. dropped because he can't kick a goal? <laughs> and he lost Essendon the game? Yeah. Is that the reason? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, not not his best day out. Um, mate, Bombers have had quite a lot game. of changes. One, two, well, three, they had, they four, lost three, five changes. Devin Smith and Fantasia injured is huge. David Myers, just because mm-hmm. he missed that goal from 57 metres with Rampy on the post. That's a bit harsh. Um, Mark, Mark Bagley's a pretty handy nice. player. Josh Beagley, I don't really know who he is. Kyle Langford, I don't know. He's like the standard like Essendon player. And Ben yeah. McNeese, I don't know who he is. But Danaher comes in. But Pierce can play on Danaher. Like, I'm not too worried about tall defenders anymore now that we've got Pierce handling the Twin Towers. Um, yeah. They, it worries me, like, it's, it, Essendon are just under all sorts of pressure now, um, going down three in a row. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. sick of meeting teams. When, on, when they're rallying, yeah. <laughs> when, yeah. Like, literally, right. Richmond get pumped. They're like, oh, we need to make a change, and they come out and kill us in the first five minutes. It's like, oh, yeah, sweet. 
We can't yeah. just catch a team on where like, hey, we're uh, pretty good. Let's yeah. not try that hard this week. Yeah. Um, and Essendon, like, man, they're one of my favourite teams outside of the uh, really? the Mighty Dorkers. They've got a lot of players. Yeah, I quite like them. They've got tip and footy. Do you, I remember when, I think when me and you went to Melbourne one time, when we were like, well, I would have been like 23, 24. You would have been like 16 or however old you are. I don't know how old you are. <laughs> no, you would have been like three 16. years old. You would have been like 21 or so. Um, yeah. So when we went to the CAS and we both had had like one beer and they go, how many beers you had? And we're like, one. And they're like, oh, you look like you're going to need some food before you come in here, mate. And we're like, oh, fine. We'll go and get like a chicken schnitzel and then go back in. We're like, mate, we had enough food now for you. Um, but do you remember when we were, we were like buying footy cards? <laughs> they were like those footy cards yeah. at 7-Eleven and you got Angus Monk, uh, what's his name? Angus Monfries, and you were like, "Yeah, he is elite." And I was like, "Is he? <laughs> is Mate, he elite?" Angus Monfries, like, he was fine. He played over 100 games, 150 games, no, maybe. But was he elite? I think it was a silver edition as well. I also think the security guard told us to have a schnitzel and a mm. coffee, which I think is just ridiculous. Yeah. Didn't he know we'd be been through that weekend? Yeah, Man. but um, side note, anyway. At least we've got a. At least we've got an awesome time slot. Oh, um, Saturday night! It's always you, be awesome for you guys. And Johnny, if you're looking for somewhere good to watch it in the Perth area, you should head down to the Newport Hotel. Ooh, so, oh, yeah. Um, well, we probably should pump up. There's so for those that don't know, um, there's another podcast that support the Dockers called The Purple Rain. <laughs> oh man, I was trying to do that with a straight face. Um, but yeah, get down to, so if, yeah, go watch, mate, it's 5pm game over there, 5.20, um, that is perfect time to start having beers on a Saturday in Perth. Yeah, $6 pints before 6 o'clock and free pizza at half time, which I think is the only, like, Ducky is just going to be, he's in heaven. Mate, um, I don't think any one of the Duckies had any free pizza for a while. <laughs> Those things. <laughs> Ducky's like, mate, it's no free pizza. <laughs> There is free pizza. No, no, the eating it all. Oh, you with me? He's just like, I mean, yeah, he's like, take away bags, silly. doggy bag. Um, but no, it'd be a good chance to get down there, a good chance to watch with their run files in Perth. I'd get around it. Um, so would I. I'm always keen to go back there. to Perth to watch an away game <laughs> <laughs> with the boys. He's sick of going to a pub and having to ask to get the Excuse me, can we uh, turn that replay of the uh, 1987 uh, State of Origin off and put the live footy on? Oh, no, mate. Someone in the back's watching it. Oh, yeah. Sorry, bud. (laughs) Cheers. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Can I watch it on my phone? um, They're like, nah, too much noise. (laughs) Okay, sorry. (laughs) Don't need this AFL riffraff. (laughs) Um, All right. What do you reckon? Should we go to Ruffy's Club? So... I'll give you what, so you slash Dark last week. Oh, so I had a loss, but I tipped the Suns and I shit you not, I put, how much did I put on it? 20 bucks or something like that? 20 I my own money on it at $3 and then I forgot that I did that and then pre-game went to put $10 on but the game started and I missed it and I was like, and then I looked and I was like, oh shit, I don't really put money on it. So I nearly put $30 on it. Um... And the Suns kick a goal to go six points up with 50 seconds left. And I was like, yeah. I am the smartest man alive. And, <laughs> <laughs> and 
And then Melbourne can get going with 20 seconds left to draw it. I was like, oh, at least I get half dividends. And then they fucking concede a point. <laughs> oh, my Lord. If I was Chewy Dew, I would be livid. I'd be like, good God. Yeah. That is like doing a bank robbery and then going past the police station like on your, like once you've lost the cops, going back into town and going past the police station. They're like, oh, there they are. <laughs> get them. And you're like, oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> That was, yeah, that was comical scenes. Um, poor Gold Coast. This week's, well, for the tipping that doesn't get any easier, no, does it, Juddy? I moved up to, I think I got three last week for year. or something. I had a shit week. I think I got six. I got anyway, six Duck Tip, bloody... Port and Brisbane, I think both lost. Adelaide won and Hawks. Who beat Brisbane? Hawks, I think, yeah. Um... No, Hawks beat GWS. Oh, shit, they did too. Bulldogs. Yeah, dogs in out in, Bull, out in Bendigo or somewhere weird. Um, yeah, so yeah. Duck multied them and lost both. So oh, Duck no good. And I lost too, though. But I had a good run. I think I had seven in a row. Or six in a row. Yeah. That was in... Fuck, yeah. I'm, I'm almost... I'm very devo that that didn't win. <laughs> Um, but the thing is, I probably would have fed it all in into the Dockers game and lost it all anyway. So it's probably not not like oh. it's um. It was probably Tab's money anyway. Um, all right, who are you looking at this week? Oh, Leone hasn't put a line in. We can go into listeners' questions. Yeah, she did. Well, she didn't put a line in for this week, but she put I think a line in for. I think she had the Dockers for twenty four or eighteen against. Richmond? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I she think... won last week. Yeah, yeah, she won the line. So the line with sports bet is Frio plus 16 and a half at $1.90. Plus 16? Mate, I looked yeah. at us, mate. I want us at $2.85. I reckon we're going to win this game. Like, I... All right. Like, $2.85. Fuck yeah. Um, the other one I was looking at was the Crows to beat Brisbane up here. Up here. I would have gone around that. Um, the Crows at $2.05. Yeah, they're definitely more than a chance. That's, um, possibly Melbourne to upset the Coasters, um, at 3.75. I think there'll be some angry Melbourne players from last year's prelim. Um, and they might come out with a bit of a bit of a sting. Yeah, fair enough. You can you you're so, you're a big boy. You can make your own gambling decisions. Thank you. So responsibly, I'm picking Melbourne at three seventy-five. I'm irresponsibly picking Freo. Yeah, mate. I'm not tipping them again. Ever. I tipped them. Oh, uh, fuck it. I've come too far, <laughs> mate. <laughs> Twenty-four years, twenty-five years. I've come too far. I'm just rolling it now. Just happening. Guy <laughs> ripped out the Whatever. kitchen sink. I'll throw it. It's it's happening. Um. Well, now that we've done that, do you want to get into? I, want, I really want to get into the uh, Smoko chat story. Oh, I'd love um, the Smoko chat. Ducky I've got had no Smoko chat. Can you hear okay. that? So we've got the intro song for it now, which was Ducky's. Um, he really wanted to hear it, and it's the perfect song to go with it. So, 
This one's a bit of a story about myself. Unfortunately, I don't get. Can I? Can I do um, Oz sound? Are you doing like chicken roll, <laughs> sausage roll? Well, extra sauce. Chuck we milk. were on our way. On our way to work this morning, travelling together because we were about forty-five minutes away from home. Um, so we rendezvous, jumped in Oatsy's car. Oh, nice. Um, he drive, he drives a very nice 200 series Land Cruiser, which is just a bit, it's a bit weird, but, um, really nice, like heated seats, leather. Oh, like one of the real luxury ones that have all the, all the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. 200 series Um, meant nothing to me, by the way. Yeah. It sounds better than the 100 series, but not as good as the 300 series, more or less. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Not as good as the 300 though. (laughs) Um, we pull in to get a coffee at a, at a kind of like a servo, nice, like a, a local servo, servo that has so a, like a nice barista. Coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I'm yeah, not judging you. So we pull you. in there and so I've gone in and I was like, oh, I'll get something for Smoko because no, because usually we all have Smoko so no one, and I was, I didn't have my car so I was like, I can't drive. Oh, it's his 200 series to go get stuff and he's like, He's like, oh no, we've all we're all going to buy today. Do you not have lunch? And I was like, oh yeah, sweet. So I went to walk back out. What happened when we pulled up was there was a guy doing the milk run. We pulled up next to her, and then I didn't see that there was an identical car on the other side of the milk truck. <laughs> so both those have left. Oatsy's gone and parked somewhere else. I've just walked out, seen a white two hundred series, and hopped and in. <laughs> And guys like, "Oi, what are you doing?" And I was just like, <laughs> "What do you mean?" And turned around. Well, I went to look in the car for my coworkers to be like, "What's this going on? <laughs> like, Where is everyone?" And he's like, "They're both just pissing themselves because they've seen it coming. They just know. They're like your mates over there because they were sitting out front drinking coffee and they've just seen it. They're just they're like this guy thinks it, and they've almost let me do it. And I'm like." That's pretty pretty good banter. <laughs> yeah, it was, that, so that was. You should the, have just been it. like, no, I'm coming with you now, mate. I'm your new chippy. Oh, I wish I went. Oh, mate, I wish I went back. I was like, well, oh, take me home. Um, yeah, it was a bit groggy this morning, so yeah, it was a rough, a slow start today. But that was pretty funny. Um, pretty funny way to start start the day. Love it, mate. Should we dive into some questions? Some, some listening. Yeah, we've got our devoted listeners. Yeah. Our Dork Talk only listeners, the Dork Talk part of the Venn diagram, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Um, So, Robert Forsyth. So, with the Purple Rain deep in negotiations with Frio, do you reckon it's a five or a six-figure contract? Probably five decimal places. Um, Better still, will they give their little brother all their sound gear? Oh, it would be nice if they did. Although... What's yeah. it going to do for us? We're in two different states, mate. You're Nothing. useless and I'm helpful. Um, pretty disappointing <laughs> game that we got back into it, ultimately looking way off the pace. Yeah, Richmond did look a lot, lot diff- like a different class. Great game by Richmond. So a lot of that's a comment, basically. <laughs> basically saying how what, what we're saying. He agrees with us, what we're saying before, how Richmond looked much better than us. Um, and they're probably mm. still in that middle echelon somewhere. All right. Yeah, well, the coach said it. Liney Leone. Um, yes. Is Lynch worth a million dollars a year? Oh, probably, yeah. 
he Lynch is sort of like a potential pad later on. He probably is worth a lot of money. Uh, how many Dockers are paid a million a year? Probably five only. And I imagine if Hogan does well in the next couple of years, then his next contract will be worth it. But I think he's only on like 600 a year or something. Like it's not um, crazy contract. Leone, I always gamble responsibly, never more than I can afford, which is $10. Leone, that brings warmth to my heart to know that you are gambling smart. Um, Don't gamble hard, gamble smart. Um, last week's line bet, but never last give week's up. line bet wasn't so good. 25 plus on Freo. Didn't we punch by 25? I thought. Yeah, I didn't think she Oh, she would have been plus 20. Yeah. Well, Freo were favourites, so I'm pretty sure, weren't we? Yep. Yeah, so I don't know how we got that. Uh, Essendon game will take some thought. Keep up the good work. Well, Leonie, keep us posted. Um, Rosie Carrington-Jones, thank you very much. CJ, RCJ. Uh, Ross says that Fife has to change his playing style. I do not agree. Uh, I, think he, I think when he said that, to be honest, Rosie, he was saying... Five probably should stop forearming people in the face and getting suspended because that's not yeah. ideal for his Brownlow hopes when I have $50 on him at the start of the year. Um, <laughs> that was me talking at the end there, not Ross. I hope Ross has more than $50 on him. Uh, and two, Bell says Benel won't put, be put on the long-term injury list and be given entry, every chance to return. Oh, man, I reckon we need to bin somebody. Bin Kirsten. Like, be like, all right, Kirsten, you're going on the long-term injury list and we'll pick up some guy that would be better than you. What do you reckon about that? I think that's fair. I think the Kirsten one's fair enough. I think Ben will... I mean, it's a tough one for him, but he deserves every chance. Every player does, as long as he's, he's there and he's trying. Kirsten's probably the one that goes. Has five. Five could probably just keep doing everything that Gary Ablett's allowed to do. It certainly helps when... I, we, I didn't, we didn't talk about him. that. I had that written down, um, which I didn't send you, so no wonder you well, didn't know I had that written down. But... um. What a joke. But Ablett getting off twice in two weeks for this forearm means uh, intentional thing. And Man, then Fife gets off that no side. We're very lucky that Ablett had that well, last week, to be honest. That's a, that's a week. That's a, that's, a week for, that's a week for Gary Ablett. And that's a week for Fife, in my opinion. Like, it just is. Well, the like, problem is now, careless. I think it's so dependent on the player. So if you hit um, Luke Ryan in the head, you know that he's he's it's got a cat's head, mate. Like you're not going to hurt him. He does. You're not going to hurt head. him, so you won't ever get. So you could punch him in the head, and it will be low impact, and you'll get a week or whatever it is. He would probably get suspended because For her, he would yeah, break and your then wrist. It's, then you're going to miss time anyway. So, um, I think it's more dependent on the player and how like the luck of the injury than it is on the actual hit now. So, who knows yeah. anymore? Like, if, if gas hit had it not caused that much damage, he probably only got a week or two. You know what I mean? On yeah. Brayshaw? But because he broke his jaw and had all those injuries and it's high impact. Well, speaking of that, did you hear um, your mate Wayne Carey coming out saying that the, yeah. the Fife ones could have to been... To be honest, yeah. you know what I was... defended Wayne Carey here, not because of his comments, but because I'm pretty sure what he would have said was... If Fife got unlucky and hurt that player, then he could be getting a gaff-like suspension. And everyone's gone, hey, he's sort of saying that it's like gaff what he did. It's like he's comparing punching in the face to this. I feel like all he was saying was he could have gotten a long suspension if the guy got concussed because Fife came in and butchered him with his elbow. Well, 
At least Fife's not hitting his misses. <laughs> I was like, Gaff hit his misses? And I was like, yeah, I get it. No, no, I, and I agree on that. It's very rich coming from Kerry. But I also think that was just sensationalist headlining. Yeah. No, and he is right. That's why I think for my, like, it's a week to both of them because it's mate, a careless just, act with high did impact. You, mate, did you just do a MRP? <laughs> I'm a, no, yeah, I'm a huge yeah, fan. Was... You've taken over MRP. I like it. Oh, MRPing him big time, mate. I'm his... Oh. Yeah, no, 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 I in agree. The and then I also will, will like, um, mirror MRP, the people that posted that as the headline because they're like, oh, yeah, here we go. We can headline this. That'll get some clicks. <laughs> Kerry says oh, gaff and it? bad and fife. Good. I'm sorry. And the people are like, oh, yeah. click, 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 click. Yeah. Triggered. Just like triggered. <laughs> and then all the Eagles fans come out again. And they're like, oh, he ducks. Oh, God, Brayshaw should have been oh. suspended. He got what he deserves. Wait till like, they just go onto their computer, Microsoft Paint, they do the full ducking thing. They do the measuring thing, where it's like, look, his head yeah. level. Um, we digress. Uh, this is probably my favourite question. Uh, exactly. <laughs> uh, no, I'll do Benjamin Foster first, so I'll finish on a high note. Um, ben Foster, where's good to visit in September? More seriously, though, well, I'm actually going to Africa in September, but... Ben, I'll have you know that I'm back before uh, prelim finals. So, just in case. <laughs> um, you going anywhere in September, mate? Or you go away in the middle of the year, don't you? Camping. Yeah, I'll be away in end of July, start of August. I've got no plans for September. They're free at the moment. Keep them free. More seriously, though, we're probably where we thought we'd be and actually right on expectations, are we? Winning away and not getting blown away when we lose. So why does this game feel like a must win? Ben, I think this highlights an excellent point that come Thursday, we're very reasonable. On a Sunday slash Monday, we're very unreasonable. And the problem is that we very quickly forget where we were at the end of last year. When you winning round one, everyone's like, finals and it's like well we're literally only one game away from a like a drubbing that we got in round 23 or you know getting flogged by Richmond by 100 points at the end of last year so I think everyone very much AFL fans forget where they were you know all the Eagles is a classic example so round four whenever they lost pretty bad to Port, they're like sack the coach it's like he literally won you a grand final five or six games ago (laughs) Like, literally yeah. six games ago. Like, everyone forgets where they were not a lot long ago. Like, there's shortest memories ever. We are all goldfish in AFL as fans. Um, I think the clubs had a little bit more perspective. Um, but, yeah, I think that's all it is. And I agree. We've we've won four games. We won eight games last year. So, in eight games, well, in six games, we won as many games, half as many games as last year. We won in 22 so we're doing okay. We're doing fine. If we get 10 or 11 or 12, that's what we all predicted would have been a win. So, you know, we're on track. you have anything to add, mate? Sorry, I just railroaded you then. Well, it's probably, it seems like a must win because people, we have had, a, we've played some form, like we've actually played quite well. But you've got to remember, like, it's frustrating to lose. But like you said, I mean, where we've come from. And you do want reward for effort, so I feel like the Essendon one, and we don't want to lose three in a row. I think we're better than yeah, losing three in a row. 
we always said it would be a tough month of footy. If we can come out two and two from this month of footy, like that's a really good result. Because two weeks ago we we got we had Adelaide, Richmond, Essendon away, and Brisbane, then I think, we've got yeah. Brisbane back home. So we were like two from two from that. Realistically, it is it is very difficult though watching the game and reminding yourself. Yeah, about that, yeah. Um, well, the problem me. is though the fact that we're playing well enough to have a sniff. Is the problem? Yeah. So it's not we're not getting flogged. It's not like we played Richmond and lost by a hundred points and didn't have a chance. We actually had a sniff, nah. and it, and you look at the scoreline, you look at all those little things, and you're like, "Fuck me, we could have we could have won that." Like there there was an, a genuine chance. The sniff is the problem. So the sniff is the problem and yeah. the solution. <laughs> <laughs> sniff gate. Um, final question. My favorite question: How many more losses before we start thinking about launching Dick Talk? And t- to be honest, Tim Maverick, thinking about it is a long, long bow because, mate, you're in. Me and you are producing this show from, from now on. There's now going to be a Venn diagram. It'll be Purple Rain, Dick Talk, yeah. and Dork Talk. And there'll be one person in between Dick Talk, Purple, and Dork Talk. <coughs> Pardon me. Two, mate. It'll be you. Tim and me. <laughs> It'll be two. There will be there will be no devoted Dick Talk listener unless there's some weird. Mate, I reckon we'd get a few but weird. No if, we, hit... if we put into that into Google, I reckon we get some weird stuff coming up. No one's been hit really anywhere. I know. Maybe um, this is the problem. Generals. We were pretty good in that first week when Tabana hit that kind of dick. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah. Is there any, any AFL stuff you want to touch on? It was a big week. There's a lot of stuff happening. What oh, about oh, this yeah, week as well? Um, and Grigger. Who? Grig. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He too. So I think the yeah. interesting thing about the mid-season draft is it's pushing these players out early. So rather than yeah. them waiting and being like, maybe I'll be all right, they're like, nah, you're retiring. Um, and then we'll pick some, some gun up because all these guys like Sydney Stack and whoever... Um, are just coming through and killing it. And they're like, well, why aren't we picking those guys up? The annoying thing is that yeah. Sydney Stack and there's a guy at South Frio that will literally be like a Tim Kelly. It's Marlon Pickett. <laughs> and people have been saying it for like two years that Frio should 100% pick up rather than just trying to trade for him in two years when he's at Collingwood and he's killing it. And we're like, okay, no. we'll give you our three yeah. first round picks for him, even though we could have picked him up this year by dropping... Kirsten. Um, yeah, no, I don't mind it. But what about the guy that had a heart attack at Optus Oval, the game? Yeah, and he survived. Yeah, so he made it. So it must have been some good reaction to the by the crowd and stuff. But um, Jack Carrington-Jones, JCG, was giving us updates on his phone. He was like, yeah. I think this is RIP. And, um, what a terrible know, way man, to go, watching that loss. But you know what? We were like, someone in my other thread... Dockers thread was like, what is the average age of a Dockers fan? Because it must be like 45. And then I sent them that yeah. video and they were like, good lord. Yeah, poor bloke. Survived though. Um, very lucky. He did survive. Um, but yeah, they were like, he must have been at least 45 years old. <laughs> maybe 46. It, but he made it. So maybe he was younger. He still had another year. Can you imagine... And at the funeral, they're like, he died at the Dockers getting flogged by Richmond. He was a huge... It'd be so hard not to break out a gag. I'd be making gags. Cracking them. 
All right, I got a got a, I got a quiz for you. Oh, it's only a short quiz. I don't know why I put a note in this, but I thought it'd be pretty funny. There's one real funny bit that I'll I'll hit you with first up. Well, it's actually probably two, but um. All right, so it's about Ross Lyon, but Ross Lyon's footy career, <laughs> like his playing career. Oh, I don't even know who he yeah, played well, that for. that was going to be one of the questions, mate, so you're already a couple down. <laughs> um, I'll, give you clues. Right. I'll give you clues. Um, all righty, so Ross Lyon, on his profile, it was on like some weird website. It's the best. So it goes, Ross, it goes their name and then instead of nickname, it had known as. So it was like Ross Lyon, known as. What do you think he was known as? Uh, he wouldn't have been Ross the boss back then. He was probably the tiger. Mate, he was known as Ross Lyon. <laughs> 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 I like nearly, I was like out when I read that. Um, so he's 183 centimetres tall. Which is probably interesting because I reckon me, are you, me and you are about the same, probably, hey? I think I'm 170. Yeah, so I'm like 180, 179 and a half type thing. Anyway, guess how tall Ross Lyon, oh, I already told you, 183. Um, guess how heavy oh, Ross Lyon was in his playing days. Oh, 78. Good guess. I'll give you that. Um, mate, my left leg weighs about 78 kilos. Can you imagine how much Ross Lyon's left leg weighs? Yeah, yeah I went under there. I thought, yeah, he's, that's... Uh, Next question uh, was, so Ross, so Ross Lyon um, played for two teams, one team predominantly. However, this team then merged with another team. Yeah, I think South Melbourne. No. <laughs> the other one. Was <laughs> the that other too one. Early? Yes, it was too early. What other team um, around the time that Dockers came in merged? The Bears. Yes. So Footscray. No. Footscray is <laughs> Footscray is the Western Bulldogs. Fitzroy merged with the Bears. Uh, so he played 127 games for Fitzroy and two for the Brisbane Bears. Or Lions or whatever they were. Um, and how many goals did he kick? Considering he played 129 games, but he was a backman. 24. 112. <laughs> yeah. What? Mental, hey. I'm pretty sure he was like a back pocket, but anyway. Um, all right. This is just more trivia. I won't ask you this question. So he, he played his last game for Brisbane in round two in 1995. He would have played against Frio in their first year in round nine. So it would have been pretty sweet if he played Frio in his last year of footy and then he ended so up. So he never, no, faced, never them. faced them. They were all right that year in 95 as well. Like they beat some teams. I think we finished on like 10 wins or 11 wins in our first year. Like imagine Gold Coast or DBS yeah. doing that. It'd be mental. And we had the worst team ever as well. So pretty crazy. All right. What are your predictions this week, my friend? Predictions uh, for the game. Um, I just really hope that we're on for the first quarter and we can and we can stay in the game and by any means possible yeah. stay in the game. If it has to be an Adelaide style game, whatever. Uh, like yeah, I don't mind. Essendon, that. I think Essendon Essendon are going to come out hot. Um, they need to respond, and, and it's pretty funny. It's like two teams that are kind of struggling to, to find consistency and form. They're playing well and losing. Um, 
they're probably yeah looking to to find something like both teams are really desperate so I think it's going to be a scrap I think both will be quite scrappy because um, Essendon have, have a bit of disposal issue as well so Essendon um, have a lot of changes yeah, just, so I reckon we're the more, more balanced team anyway I agree that's a very good mate my tip for this week is Blakely 25 touches plus into Hogan 2 goals plus maybe 3 goals plus if I get a little bit freaky yeah, I hope Hogan comes out. Um, he owes us, mate. And, yeah, he was a bit down um, and he looked a bit frustrated and, and, and out of the game a bit. He kind of looked, I don't know, just lacked a bit of, I would like to see. X. Yeah, just like if, just get into the game, big tackle or, or something, you know, like just something that shows a lot of effort. Yeah, I agree. And, and something like that. It would be good to see him just, just have a... A few solid hits. I mean, he dropped that mark that then went down the other end and got a goal, um, which was really disappointing. Mate, he just needs um, to be a little bit more clutch, like the final 2%. Take the mark, keep the goal. Yeah. That's all we need you to do. Yeah, That's so literally I'm, Josh Kennedy's MO. Yeah. His modus operandi is take the mark, keep the goal. And he's like, mate, I can get 10 touches and kick six, and everyone's like, best on ground. Yeah. So hopefully, yeah, it'd be good to see him go a bit of hunt about himself and, and, and bloody get up and about. Um, we could see all the players get up and about. Uh, Brad Hill to have 30 would be my... Oh, I'd love that. I would love yeah. that. Brad, Brad Hill has 30, I think. We win, I think yeah. Win. I think so too. There was a stat that was Brad Hill's our... He's in top five AFL for efficiency inside 50. Like, I think it's kicks marked yeah. or whatever, or retained. Um, yeah. And so he's been down the last couple of weeks. No wonder we've been down. Um, I think he prefers MCG just a bit more room to run around and be a bit he's a bit like a oh, dog on the leash isn't he like you sort of just need lots of room for him he loves going for a home a few zoomies out on the ground mm-hmm. alright but right, good. interested to see good to have you back. I look forward to texting you from the ground telling you how it is and how it was oh hopefully it's not as depressing as the his last game's group chat, there was... Oh, yeah. Well, our <laughs> group chat has been renamed Frio Bus, bus Crash. <laughs> well, yeah. So it's all right. We might book it. But right? hopefully we can, hopefully hopefully we can we change can book that. It. Um, but, yeah, get down to the Newport as well. Otherwise, Newport, enjoy the game. Newport, 5 o'clock. And, I think um, there's beers from 5 best o'clock. Luck to the, best luck to the Dorcas. All right, mate. Been a pleasure. All right. Thank you.